Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Uh, breaking news. Debo Samuel signed his contract. He's ready to roll. He's going to be in San Francisco for a while now, Alex. Just a second. We're not picking you up. Audio output. You should be good now. All right, we should be good. Sorry about that, everyone. A little, <laughs> little bit of an audio issue there. But hey, we're back. We're good. And yes, Debo Samuel freaking extended. Uh, they finally got it done, Ant. They finally got it done. Yeah, so Debo Samuel has uh, signed with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, an extension. It's a three-year extension worth seventy-two mil or seventy-one point five million dollars. With how much guaranteed, Alex? Fifty-eight point one. Fifty-eight point one is the is the guaranteed number. Um, essentially, it's going to break down to about twenty-three point eight five annually. Um, is what it's looking like that number is going to be. Uh, it looks like the deal also has a couple of things added in, and that could bump it up to seventy-three point five million. Um, so there is a couple of other bonuses and things. I think probably some team incentive stuff that if the Niners win a Super Bowl or whatever, or Debo plays a specific type of role, maybe Ant, that that number goes from 71 to 73 at the max. So there looks like there's a little bit of actual fluctuation with it, but the the guaranteed money will will be the 58.1. That that'll obviously stay stay intact. Yeah, what I think is interesting is you get the the deal finally done, and it's pretty close to what you got from DK Metcalf, who just signed a, a little bit ago. 
Uh, but it's all about small deals, short deals, uh, three-year deals for these wide receivers. So that way they can go out and try to get more money in the future. I think it's something that's very interesting that the these you know these wide receivers really want to get a third contract and make sure that they can maximize uh, their ability. So that means we're going to get some sort of Debo Samuel for day five of training camp tomorrow. So that'll be exciting. What we're going to get, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to try to break him in. But pads come just as Debo Samuel is going to be coming in. Uh, so this is a good situation for the 49ers. Finally, Debo Samuel, no more contract conversation is going to have to happen after this because he's done. It's a done deal. And now we can feel really comfortable with the fact that Debo is going to be a 49er for at least a little while longer. There'll be another contract that comes down the road at a, at a future time. But it's nice to know that Debo Samuel is going to be here in San Francisco. I mean, it's great. And uh, you're not actually getting a whole heck of a lot uh, less than than what uh, DK is. He didn't have to give up a bunch more in order to accomplish that, Ant, which is really, really good for San Francisco. Um, it's a couple million more at the max end of that at the deal. On the bottom end of that deal, Ant, it's uh, you know right in that range. I think it's like less than a million off of what DK was making. Um, and they probably didn't throw a bunch of, I would imagine, the signing bonus money or signing bonus interest into there. So that money's going to be spaced out a lot and, and is going to be, you know, based on incentives, health, making the roster and things of that nature. And it also is flexible for him, right? Because at the end of the day, he'll be 29. Um, like you talked about with that whole, the receivers wanting that third contract, they want to get that third deal. They want to get that little bit of extra moolah in their pocket. This gives him that flexibility to do so. So he'll be here now for the next four years, which is great. You don't have to worry about it for the next four years. And in all honesty, right, we've talked about that with Trey Lance, you got this three to four year window now with his contract. This allows you to do that. And as Debo's money is potentially coming off the books, Trey's could be coming on or they both be, could be coming on at that point or the Niners may have some tough decisions to make, you know, but that tough decisions are now four years down the road and not, uh, not this year. Yeah, exactly. And the, the money is going to be you know a lot different down the road because we know that salary cap is going to continue to skyrocket because these new TV deals are coming through. The expansion of the playoffs is going to continue as we move forward. And there's just more money out there as you're getting Monday night football playoff games and all of that going on. So there'll be more money there. And you're right. It kind of does coincide with the end of Trey Lance's contract. So that's good news for the 49ers. They can figure that out. And Golden says, so that means I'm seeing Debo throw on some pads tomorrow. If Golden, if you're going to be out at training camp, you just might see it. I'm going to be out at training camp tomorrow. So if you are, come see me and say, what's up? I think that'll be fun. I think we'll see a limited role for Debo Samuel as he works his way back in. All he's done so far is conditioning. He hasn't been practicing. He worked away from the, the team the entire offseason. So I'm guessing they're going to ease him in over the next couple weeks uh, and then ramp him up after that. So I don't think we're going to see a lot of big reps from Debo Samuel, but it will be nice to see number 19 going through the everyday drills, going through all that with his teammates, and just getting the offense out there because Brandon Ayuk, I guarantee is really excited to see Debo Samuel lining up out there because Charverius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley are making life absolutely hard for him at practice. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, and from everything you've been saying to me and from what I've been reading, it sounds like that defense and that secondary is uh, causing and wreaking havoc everywhere. And it's havoc all over the place. And so getting Debo back is going to make things a little bit easier for BA. It's going to make a little things easier for Trey. It's going to make it things a little bit easier for the offense, which is great. And now you're getting into pads. So 
you know, this, this aspect and dynamic of physicality and, and being able to be physical, both offensively and defensively gets easier when there's pads on uh, because there's something to grab on. There's a place to put the hands, there's a place to control. And when you're a wide receiver and you got those pads on, it's a little bit easier to get a little bit more physical in space. And the same thing goes for the defense. So it's a little bit of a push and, and take and, and give and take in that respect, but this is exciting. Uh, no more worried about Devo. We've been saying this for, I don't even know how long now, Ant, that Jimmy, Jimmy's money and Jimmy Garoppolo was not the reason Debo's extension, Debo Samuel's extension wasn't getting done. This now officially puts the nail on that coffin and no one has to worry about Debo Samuel being anywhere but a San Francisco 49er for the next four years. Yeah, and the 49ers stay consistent with what they've been doing with every single player that they want to get on, under an extension. When it gets into the last year of that deal, they're gonna they're gonna reach an extension with you if they want to you know retain you. That's why that's when uh, we're gonna see Bosa come up next year when he's in the last year of his deal. So this is a consistency. These players know you do right by the 49ers. They're gonna do right by you. That they can trust now that the organization is gonna look after them. It's nice. And Bolivar Trask makes a good point. Develop consistent rapport with Lance. That's what Debo Samuel is going to do now that we're getting into this section. Block two of training camp He's going to start to build that chemistry, you know, with Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to have another weapon. But also, this is where the offense is finally starting to ramp up as far as them getting more involved and in what the, you know, with reverses, what the fly sweeps. They've been adding those things to the offense now. This is a perfect time for Debo Samuel to come back and start to get some of those reps but I do think it's going to be very, very limited over the next week or so. And then I think they'll start to build him in. But this is good news for the 49ers because like some people were saying in chat, we had the bad news about Maurice Hurst, the Hassan Ridgeway, you know, and, and Eric Armstead, all with the little, you know, the injuries. Now we've got news that, hey, here comes Debo Samuel. He's going to be healthy. And when, when the season straps up in September, September, uh, he's going to be ready to go against Chicago. And that's what we all want. That's 100% what we all want. Uh, those are Those are the truths. Those are the... The facts of uh, the 49ers and uh, not the facts of life, but the facts of the 49ers indeed. And and look, you're losing some some strength uh, with Armstead's injury and what's going on there with with that MCL and uh, you know with with Hurst and the bicep. It's it's horrendous. It's horrible. It, it's 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 heartbreaking. It truly is. Um, everything that's else is happening on the D line, top to bottom, with all these guys. Um, you know, losing or getting weaker at that spot hurts. It, it does hurt. But when you're getting Debo signed and back in the fold, it takes a little bit of the sting away, right? You've improved the secondary as much as you have. It takes a little bit of the sting away. So that's the great thing about Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and this, this organization top to bottom is that they've done a great job of making sure that they not just insulate themselves from injury, but make sure it's right. Strengths helping strength. So that way, if one goes down or playing at its peak, you don't have to worry about it. It's not the end of the world because that other strength can help pick that up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we, we've got some comments that have been coming through. I mean, we've had, we, we did have Bomber T has been consistent about not wanting to pay Debo Samuel. Bomber T says they overpaid, but Ben V says, hey, worth every single penny. When you look at it, though, we were talking, right, before the season started, 18 to $20 million a year was what was believed to be the, the amount that Debo was going to get. We've said he could get up to $25 million uh, and now we're looking at it, and it looks like it's not going to be $25 million. If you just go the annual per year salary, it's just over 20 It's not a bad deal for the 49ers. I think this is a great deal for them. And when it comes down to it, it's all about guaranteed money. He did get a nice, handsome amount of guaranteed money. I wonder what the signing bonus is going to look like. We know that DK Metcalf signing bonus 
was $30 million in the first year. Let's see what they did with that signing bonus and how they end up shaping this contract, where the money is going to be at. I'm very interested in that, but it seems to be a favorable contract that we can be excited about and excited to get uh, Debo Samuel out there. Um, so there is going to be both takes on that. Some believing that it's a great move at a great price and others believing they overpaid for Debo Samuel. Uh, if we're going to get production like we got last year, he's worth every single penny. Yeah, I mean, he really is. And, and Brandon West right there, finally, geez, that right there is a sentiment a lot of 49ers <laughs> fans can relate to right there. Finally, oh my goodness gracious almighty. But someone else brought this up earlier. I saw someone in chat mention this and they said, you know, the other two guys, Kittle and Armstead and a couple other guys, the Niners have signed two extensions, got done in August. Warner was one of them and Kittle was one of them uh, that got those deals got done in August, early August. Now this happens right before August one hits, right? The, the, the calendar flips and goes over. So it, think, it feels like things are trending towards earlier and earlier and earlier. So now the question is, is, is Nick Bosa next year, July 20th. July 20th is when Nick Bosa's extension gets done, just slowly working earlier and earlier down the calendar to get these big name players signed. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. It feels like the trend is that first, second week of, of training camp is when these they get these guys kind of locked in and under contract. Yeah, I think the conversation for Nick Bosa will start a little bit earlier. I mean, John Lynch uh, didn't mince words uh, when he came up with, with what he said earlier this week that, hey, as long as me and Kyle are here, he, uh, Nick Bosa is going to be a part of this organization for years to come. So that's going to happen. And Brennan West said, was it $58 million guaranteed? It was $58 million. I believe it's like $58.1 million yep. guaranteed for Debo Samuel to make sure that they lock him up and got a weapon that Kyle Shannon feels comfortable with and a weapon that Kyle Shanahan said earlier this week that he'd already discussed what role Debo Samuel was going to fill with Debo Samuel that they were both comfortable with. So I think that they're on the same page already. The money now is, is figured out. And now we've got one thing that has been hanging over this offseason the entire year, which is Jimmy Garoppolo. But this is the good news that Debo Samuel is, is going to be in camp, ready to go. And now the 49ers can move forward with the rest of their offseason, uh, potentially, and get into the regular season and start uh, doing some damage. Absolutely, man. And, and now the only domino really left to fall is the Jimmy Garoppolo domino. And that just means cap space. It really does. That's, that's the only thing that domino uh, leads to is cap space and potentially um, potentially trade picks. If you end up trading him or if you just end up cutting him, then it's then it's room. And then the, the questions become, what moves do you make? Who do you go out? Who do you go try and bring in at some point in time during the season, depending on how the start of the season plays out before the trade deadline? Because you have to imagine Ant with you know, an additional 20 million or so dollars in the book and in your pocket, uh, you can afford to take some chances during the season, especially with as many teams that loaded up in the AFC as there are. If a couple of those teams that loaded up on talent start dwindling and falling and they got guys who came there to win championships and compete and contend and all that, and they're not doing it, then the Niners have some cap space and some wiggle room to go pull the trigger and make a trade to bring in a piece that can maybe get them over the hump here in the NFC. Yeah, we have a $5 super chat from Bobo. He says, congratulations. Finally, the team can focus on football. Deshaun Watson's suspension coming this week. So Jimmy G might be on the move there. Uh, so yeah, we could get through a lot of things. It does appear you know, from everything that I've read that the Deshaun Watson thing is coming down. So maybe we'll get resolution. Of course, there was the report that came out yesterday. I don't want to get too much into the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. I want to keep this about Debo, but that Jimmy Garoppolo potentially is negotiating with the New York Giants. So there's movement on the Jimmy Garoppolo front. It had nothing to do with the Debo Samuel thing, which is nice. 
Debo's contract is done. The 49ers are ready to move on with an all-pro wide receiver. The 49ers have all pros on their offense at a bunch of different spots, whether that's tied in with George Kittle, left tackle with Trent Williams or Debo Samuel at wide receiver. It's a potent offense, and you got young guys coming up like Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel is only going to make him better. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, Tom, by the way, coming over from Chapman's Live, we really, really appreciate that. Um, look, this is this is great. This is incredible. This is a great moment for 49ers fans. It's a calming moment. I can tell you, Ant, that right now, my Debo Samuel jersey that's hanging in my locker room feels really good. <laughs> I know for the next four years, this thing is worth something, and then I can invest in it, and I'm happy I pulled the trigger when I did. Um Someone earlier had brought up and mentioned, yo, don't forget he had, he had, he had asked and demanded for a tr trade. I mean, yeah, okay. He demanded for demanded a trade. He asked for a trade. He wanted he wanted something, and you know what? He got it at the end of the day. The 49ers take care of their guys. They take care of the faces of the franchise. They take care of the guys that are important to their organization and their team, and they're going to keep doing that. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have not pissed any any guy off on this team so much they don't want to be here they want out and as long as those two guys are still at the helm doing their thing and the guys in the Niners draft develop and bring into the fold here and ingratiate themselves in this organization and the roster with the fans are going to be here um like, like Lynch and Ken Shanahan said as long as they're there they will be here because they're a part of this their family they're they're, an, they're the part of the identity of what this team now is yeah, and I want to say what's up to a couple people in chat. What is up, Tom? I know you said hi to him, but I wanted to say hi as well. And then also 49ers Faithful Forever saying what's up to Alex and Ant. We really appreciate that as well. Um, and then Paul says, hey, do you think we'll see Debo on the field at training camp tomorrow? Of course, Paul won tickets from John Chapman, so he's going. Paul's going to be out there. I'm looking forward to seeing Paul tomorrow, so that's going to be fun. And I do expect to see Debo Samuel out there. I think in some capacity, I don't think it'll be you know, a full-fledged practice for Debo. They're going to work him in. They have an amount of snaps. He will start whatever his day one was supposed to be. That's when it will start now. Uh, they will manage his reps because the worst thing that could happen for the 49ers is them to throw out, throw him out there with excitement and him end up with a hamstring issue or a quad issue. And we've seen this happen to Debo Samuel in the past. So let's just protect him and go through the first steps as if this was the first day. If this was uh, July 27th, this was July 27th. This would been what Debo does. I think that's what they'll do, and they'll slowly work him in. You'll see him in a couple of snaps here and there. Um, but I think as the week ramps up, that's when we'll see more and more Debo Samuel, especially if we get it, we get into the weekend when they go through that stretch where they have three days. By the time we get to Dwight Clark Day on that Sunday, I think that's when we'll see a lot of Debo Samuel. Uh, I would agree with you on that. I would I would agree. Um you know, Kyle has said at the end of last season, they plan on using Debo in a very similar role this upcoming season. Uh, Debo talked about being a wide back. He talked about being upset about his role. Um, look, the reality is the Niners are going to find a lot of different ways to utilize him. And Ante, you were right. They are going to wean, kind of wean this guy in. They are not just going to go out there and throw him out there. By the way, it's day five, Debo. It's time for day five work. It's day one for Debo, day five for the 49ers. Debo is going to put in day one work. He's going to put in day two work. He's going to put in day three work. And after three days, they'll evaluate. If he's looking good and looking great, then great. You can throw him into wherever you're at now in your process. And after three days, if there's still some things, you're going to keep weaning him along until he shows he's up to speed, up to snuff, and healthy. And as soon as he's there, then he'll catch back up with this team. I'm really not worried about it. If anyone is worried about Debo Samuel, whether or not he understands this offense and the system, it's not that. He, none of the things that have happened so far in camp Debo Samuel needed to work on. It's just, it's just not the case. He's been in this system now, and for three years, going on year four, 
he understands like the back of his hand, what his role is, what his job is, and what Kyle Shanahan is going to ask him to do in this offense. He's done it all. He's done it from a running back position now. He's done it as a wide receiver motioning on jet suites or reverses. He's done it on route running. He's done it on screens. He knows this playbook. He understands what needs to be done. Yeah, we do have a question for 49ers faithful, but before we do that, we have a super chat from Tommy Huxley, our guy Tommy coming through, the Axe Man, and he says, Cowgirls fans thinking we will be in cap hell after signing Bosa, don't they know we have a savant making contracts? That is right. We do have a savant making contracts, and we, we got, yeah, Parag Marathi, uh, in, in Parag we trust. Maybe I'll pull out the in Parag we trust shirt and work at training camp tomorrow. I could possibly do that and let that roll because we do trust Parag when it comes to making these deals. And that's fine. I'd rather be in a rookie pay scale instead of paying Dak Prescott. Uh, and that's why we can afford to pay a Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, and these guys. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, the, right now, I, I'm not really worried about the Cowboys. I am, however, worried about Debo Samuel fitting into the offense right away. I want to see how it looks because I want to see how he looks with young Trey Lance. I'm not really worried about it. I guess that was just a way of me trying to use that phrase, but I'm excited about seeing those guys together because we haven't seen the offense with Trey at the helm in practice yet with a Debo out there. And I think that will change a few things. And I thought the offense took a little bit better command yesterday um, with the more implementation of what they're doing on offense. It's going to get better and better as the base offense continues to grow. Uh, and then we'll see more plays that are Trey. It's going to be easier. There's not going to be as, as many tight windows. And I think people start talking about how good he looks. Yeah. Um, and Luke Luna, this is a solid question here from Luke Hand. Do you guys think that Debo's, Debo's deal having three years correlates with when Ayuk will be ready to get paid too and they can decide who gets the next big contract? That 100% could be something that, that plays into this and factors into this. If Ayuk is ascending as a wide receiver um, and you have Trey Lance with a big cannon arm and they're sitting there going, yeah, it's more important for us to have a guy like Ayuk who can create in a variety of ways as a route runner than it is to have a guy like Debo going forward in terms of all the different things uh, that he does, you know, as a receiver, running back, whatever, then you may make, you have a tough choice to make that kind of lines up with when you can make it, but it also may just give them the opportunity to offset contracts, right? Get Ayuk done a year early before that happens and have his money hitting at times when Debo's money wouldn't be. So it also just gives you flexibility to be able to make sure you move money around year to year so you can keep both guys in house if need be. Yeah, I mean, if you you can look at it from that angle and that, I mean, that is a definite possibility. Maybe the team, I thought the team would want to get him to a longer deal. It seems like the agents for these wide receivers want them to get another deal before they turn 30. Debo Samuel is going to turn 27 at the end of the season. So I think this is about getting a contract done by the time he's, 29, 30 years old, getting a third contract and maximizing you know, his potential. I think the team would have loved to have gotten him in a four or five year deal. So that way they could have, you know, had extra years to kind of spread the money out. That wasn't the case. Uh, but I mean, maybe that was a thought process. I can't say it wasn't. I wasn't a part of these, you know, these contract negotiations. So it could be. I just thought it was that, that this is just something you're seeing from all these wide receivers. McLaurin gets a three-year deal. DK Metcalf gets a three-year deal. Debo Samuel gets a three-year deal. All these deals coincide. The money is pretty close and similar. It just seems like this is a way that they're going as they're continuing, you know, to try to maximize their potential. They're businessmen when it comes down to it. That's why he wanted, a, he requested a trade. He didn't want to actually leave San Francisco. He just needed to apply pressure because there was no pressure there. So he could, thought he could do that early. That didn't happen. 
all that happened is they finally got to the point where now it was time. We needed him on the field. Whenever there, it comes to the end of a timeline like that, things start to happen. They got it done in these negotiations. Another thing to consider with this too, Ant, um, part of the reason why these guys want those three-year deals, right, and potentially to be able to, before the 30, negotiate that last big or that third big contract is the amount of money that, that is going up in the salary cap. We saw very similar things going on in the NBA during this, with the CBA and what was going on um, when they were getting huge amounts of money. You had LeBron, KD, all the biggest names in the sport signing one-year deals to play with teams one year at a time because the next year the money was going to go up and they wanted to see how much it was going to go up before they negotiated that next contract. So you have guys knowing the next few years, the cap's going to go up. Why don't we just do three years? Because at the end of three years, maybe it's going to go up even more and we can command even more money. That's a good point. You know, and Paul brings up another good point here. And we do have to go to uh, the question about Debo's amount of rush carries as well from uh, always faithful. But uh, he said Debo's holdout could be a blessing in the end as it gave the 49ers another chance to prove they will pay if you come to camp. I think that is a good point that, you know, you show up, even if you lock in, we'll reward you by coming here, going through the meetings, doing the things that you're supposed to do. You're rewarded for the faith in the organization. We'll show that we have faith in you. But as far as Debo Samuel carries, I think it will be limited in the first part of the season. I don't think you're going to see that many carries from Debo Samuel. I think there'll be occasion, misdirection. I think you'll see him line up in the backfield. I think when he does line up in the backfield, they're going to look to take advantage of him in the passing game against linebackers. I think that's something they will do. And then eventually uh, he will ramp it up when they need to win games down the stretch. He'll be there in the playoffs. He'll carry the ball. So I would say he has under three carries a game early on. And then at some point during the season, uh, towards the end of the season or to finish off games, maybe five to eight, depending on situation team they're playing and what the score looks like down the stretch. But I think they're hoping this running back room is going to be able to do it without needing to count on Debo Samuel in those situations. I like that. And I'm going to say this. I mean, I think the average for the year is going to be five. I think it's what it ends up being. I think it starts light early and then turns up heavy late and it ends up rounding out at about five. That's what the average ends up being. I think that's a fair average. I don't think that's a crazy amount of touches in the backfield, but I think it's enough to, to have a huge impact. And that's what you want. You want Debo to be able to get the ball and make impact plays. Give him the ball when we're inside the 20. Give him the ball a couple of times and see if he can punch it in from 18, 20 yards out because of the vision he has and the things he can do, right? From your own end zone on a second down and eight or second and seven, give him a carry out of the backfield and see if he can't take one and, and bust a long run or at least get that first down and get that momentum going in that draft. Yeah, so we got a question here from Lou. It says, did we overpay for the contract length? I don't believe so. I think they did a pretty good job. Three years, you know, it's going to come out to roughly just over $20 million a year. I'm sure it's not going to look exactly like that. You know, year, some years will be lower than others. I don't think it's going to be exactly 20. Um, but they can kind of manipulate it year by year. And also, how much do they give him in a signing bonus? I think once we figure out all of that, the main number that we need to know is that it's $58 million guaranteed. That's what the 49ers are on the hook for. And that's ultimately what this contract is about. So I don't think they overpaid. I think this is this is actually a, a good contract for the 49ers. You see Debo Samuel get rewarded for what he's done for this team, which last year was throw this offense on his back, literally, and help carry it. So I think Debo Samuel got what he deserved. The 49ers did right by their organization. I think both parties can be happy with what happened. Look, this is the perfect example of, right cap cap and contract manipulation to get exactly what you want and also make sure the other the guy across that you're signing gets what he wants Debo wanted 25 million dollars a year he originally wanted 30 yeah. right comes down to 25 and that's his number the Niners 
hoping to pay 20, right? That's, that's what you're hoping for. It's a three-year, $58 million extension. Folks, that's just under about 20 million a year in guaranteed money that you're paying him, which is right in the 49ers wheelhouse. And at the max, the number is what, 73.9 or something like that. So it's just over 23, $24 million a year. It's basically 25. It's right in the middle. And it's right in that middle sweet spot of what we said was going to happen, right? Diva wants 25, Niners want to pay 20, and it's going to be around 22 and a half to $23 million is what it's going to round out to. That's what you're looking at right now. If, if everything goes exactly the way Debo plays and the way he's done, especially this last season, if it goes to par, then he's going to get paid 23, $24 million a year. That's what it's going to round out to at the end. If he has a down year at any point in time, then the Niners are going to end up paying closer to that $20 million a year number. And they're going to feel really great about it because they have a guy who does great things for their offense, expands roles, gives guys plenty of opportunities to attack. And when he has the football in his hand, hands, makes special plays. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is you're talking about, you know, this could end up being $73 million. I wonder how much of that is how many carries he has during the year. You know, could it be a situation where it's the carries dictate he earns more money? I can tell you right now, Kyle Shanahan will not care if he has to pay Debo Samuel an extra $2 million to make sure that he can run him to win the football game. If that's something they had to do to make sure he could be a full participant in the way Kyle Shanahan wants to use him, then you do that. That was a great move by them. If that is really the incentive-laden part of the deal, we don't know yet. I'm looking forward to getting all the parameters of this deal and then being able to break it down more. But from what we've heard so far, and it's just limited, of course, it's Adam Schefter coming out doing Adam Schefter things, but it seems like the contract is really beneficial for the 49ers and for Debo, which is always good. Anytime both parties can walk away with a situation where they're like, I feel good about it. Um, that means also the people that are watching, the players that are going to come up for contracts next, is that Dre Greenlaw or Zee Zal Shire or even in a couple of years, Brian Ayuk. They're going to be like, you know what? The 49ers do right by their players. We know we can trust this organization to work out a contract that's fair for me, for what I've done for this team and what I'm going to do for it in the, in the future. Uh, that is just great. And that's how you build a great you know, uh, family environment and a great environment of a workspace where you know, hey, we're always going to be friends. We're always going to have that relationship. But when it comes to business, we're also going to handle it the right way. I love that. I love what John Lynch and Kyle Shannon have done. They've been open with their players and their players respect them. Even with a Jimmy Garoppolo situation, that is, I mean, should be, it should be terrible situation, but both parties are handling it right because both parties have trust and faith in each other. Absolutely, man. A absolutely. This is a win-win-win. Uh, Debo wins, the 49ers win in this situation based on how the, how the contract plays out for both parties. And it's a win for the fans. At the end of the day, the fans want Debo here. They don't want, not want Debo here. The, all the people that were saying nonsensical stuff during the draft after he demanded trade weren't really 49ers fans. They're just people stirring the pot and trolls on the internet. Those people aren't 49ers fans. They're probably not even football fans. They're just people who enjoy watching other people freak the frick out. And so they say whatever they can to do that. Uh, at the end of the day, 49ers fans are happy. Debo Samuel is happy. And Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are happy. And that's, that's wins across the board. Nothing about that is going to cause a negative impact in your locker room, which is great because you do have this Jimmy thing kind of looming over the 49ers still. And it's the only negative looming thing that is hanging over this team at the moment is the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. And I imagine that's going to get worked out here in the next week. Yeah, it does seem like we're moving towards resolution of all the questions that have come from the offseason so far. As far as Debo Samuel's done now, we no longer have to talk about Debo Samuel after this. Uh, and, and now it's just talking about what he does on the field. Now it's just 19 problems for every other team. That's nice. 
Uh, and then now we're going to get to figure out what's happening with Jimmy Garoppolo. And that will come to resolution at some point. And then we'll be able to put that behind us and just put full focus on this roster. Who's going to be a part of the 53 man. And then ultimately who's going to line up in Chicago to go against the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. And I'm excited about that. This is we're finally getting to tangible stories about football. I love talking about football. I do like that Debo got paid. I think he deserves it. He's earned it. Uh, he deserves every penny of that. And that's what Paul was saying. He said, hey, it, it ain't my money. I could care less. I'm excited that Debo is going to be here with us for a while. And I think that's a sentiment everyone can uh, definitely you know, understand and, and get behind. Uh, yes. And Big Papa, you're not wrong, man. A lot of the drama that gets started with the 49ers is created by people outside of the organization. The Niners don't leak. And so that's the only way that you can have a kind of crazy stories about San Francisco and this team is, is outside speculation. Uh, this ain't speculation at this point. This is fact. This has happened. Debo is here to stay. And now we get to focus on football. And that's the great part about uh, this game. That's the great part about this team. That's one of the most exciting things about this team is the football that they play because of what Kyle Shanahan has done with this offense, the way D'Amico Ryans has stepped into the role of D coordinator and thrived and shined. And the way John Lynch and his front office have continued to work with contracts, manipulate guys, not manipulate guys, but manipulate money around to make it work and to give your coaching staff every weapon, every piece you need to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious what the details end up being uh, because I did talk about this a little bit, Alex, is if Jimmy Garoppolo gets moved and we have Bolivar saying that they're going to they're gonna go ahead and, and release him, I don't think they will. I think they're going to trade him. I think something's going to materialize there. But once they free up that cap space, they go from being – uh, second worst in the or second worst in the NFL to one of the best, the top two in the NFL in salary cap space. And even with the with the Debo Samuel contract, that could still be the case. That would be fantastic work by them being able to you know manipulate the salary cap and the contracts to be able to continue to pay their guys that they draft and develop a lot of money, all the while putting out the most you know competitive ninety man team uh, ninety man player team they can. Uh, this is just it's great you know, work of the salary cap. And that's one thing that they've gotten hit before because they don't go out and get these big time players. But what it is, is they already have the big time players on their team. They're just paying to keep them. Yep, absolutely. And and I wouldn't be shocked either if there's some sort of language in that contract that allows the Niners to maybe allocate whatever money they've agreed upon for this year to them to allocate more once Jimmy's contract is off the books and they have some more money available. I bet you there's some fancy wording in there that if the 49ers get to the trade deadline and they're like, Hey, there's not a guy out here that we're going to be bringing in. And there's not a guy here that we're going to be, you know, spending some of that money on in trade that some of that money can't get reverted to Debo Samuel. And he earns a little bit more this year. And, and thanks so much for the new subscribers. Rono Kinney uh, really appreciate you subscribing uh, welcome to the Cutback Crew. That's that's awesome. Uh, and then Brad Jones says, "Can you guys, uh, can you guys PFF think we'll be lucky to have a top top ten defense? Um, PFF definitely needs to go to 49ers training camp and see that not only is this a top ten defense, this is one of the top defenses in the league because they are strong on all three areas of the of the of the field, all three levels: D line, linebackers, and on the secondary. The secondary has been the question." Uh, but I've been out there watching them. They've been right in front of me a lot of the times, and they look fantastic. And Ward and Mosley have been flying around. Parvarius Moore and uh, Talano Hufanga have been making plays in the secondary from the safety position. Uh, I'm not worried about them being a top 10 defense. Not yet. I, I, I ain't there. I ain't worried about it yet. We haven't played any games, and uh, until we start playing games and they start not showing up, uh, I'm going to take what I saw last year from this group, and I'm going to take the new pieces you have and 
put those things together. And the only formula I have that comes out of that is success and, and a better, stronger defense than you had in the 2020, uh, 2021 campaign. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we did have a question here as well. Uh, it's from Shane, Arizona 49ers Empire. Is there any truth to the chatter around Daniel Jones not looking good in camp and Jimmy's agent having talked with the Giants? I have heard this report as well. That it is true that Daniel Jones is having some struggles in New York Giants camp. There was conversations before they were going to wait a week to see how he looked, and then potentially they were going to be interested in making a move. Now, I don't remember who it is that's reporting that Jimmy's people are having talks with the Giants, but it is out there. I know the article was on 49ers web zone. I did read it, mm -hmm. but uh, I think that it is possible. We know the 49ers definitely are allowing his group to talk to other teams. So that's something that can definitely be happening right now. You know, it, and it could be in the works. Jimmy Garoppolo to the Giants could be a real thing. We just don't know yet. First, they have to work out the financial terms amongst them, and then they have to go to the 49ers with a deal that works that the 49ers feel comfortable with moving Jimmy Garoppolo and getting some assets back. Dabble, do not forget, folks, that Dabble was in New England when Jimmy was there also. So there is a little bit of a connection there. He has familiarity with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but Michael Humphrey coming at it strong. If you're having <laughs> football problems, I feel bad for you, bad son. I got 19 problems, but Debo's contract ain't one. Hit me. Yeah. Well done, Michael Humphrey. I love that. Boom. <laughs> I love the hit me there. Yeah, they hit me. They hit me just gives me gives me vibes. I'm gonna go listen to that track after this. Nice, yeah, Michael. that well played, Michael Humphrey. I love I love that. And so, you know, we got Debo under under wraps now. So the 49ers offense can finally feel full. Um, and now the questions of about the 49ers offense move solely to the interior offensive line. And guess what? We're getting in pads. So, uh, Paul, if you're going to be out there tomorrow, guess what the focus is going to be? Spencer Burford lining up at right guard, Jake Brendel and Daniel Brunskill at center, and seeing what Aaron Banks does now that he's all strapped up and ready to go. Uh, it's going to be exciting, man. We're going to keep getting more and more answers the further we get the training camp, uh, but we don't have to wait anymore for any answers on Debo Samuel. 49er for the next four years and that three-year extension uh, makes everything a little bit better, a little bit sweeter. And, uh, man, 49ers fans, this is a time to get excited because Debo under contract, only one piece left to fall with, with questions of Jimmy Garoppolo and this team inching and inching closer and closer towards that first preseason game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, this is one of those things where – um, I was actually joking earlier today, and I said, it's probably because I thought today was going to be like a day to chill. And so I was like, I, we're probably going to get a Jimmy Garoppolo trade or a Debo Samuel contract extension today. And sure enough, here it came. Debo Samuel uh, gets a contract. Jay Hill actually reached out to me early about this. And then I looked, and then he was like on it when Schefter first reported it. And so I was like, oh, yeah, we got it. We got to go live on this. So this is going to be fun Absolutely. to have a conversation about because uh, Debo Samuel's, you know, one of the most important pieces to the offense. I'm curious what that role is going to look like. If it looks like last year, how much they ramp up, how good does Debo Samuel look? Because there was all the, I don't know if you heard, Alex, some of the talk was that Debo looked a little thick, a little out of shape. I would like to tell you that none of that is true. He looks fantastic. He looks like the same old Debo Samuel that was, uh, wrecking people last year. He's out there. He's been working hard. So, uh, yeah, Debo's ready these, to roll. Were these the same people claiming that Trey Lance was going to have arm fatigue and that he completely changed his his throwing motion completely or reporting there was absolutely no change at all in his throwing motion and he looked worse than – are these the same people? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty oh, much. Yikes. Big, big yikes, man. I, yeah. though, I was watching videos of Debo running, and I was like, yeah, he doesn't look thick to me, guys. He looks – 
He looks like Debo Samuel. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where you're getting this from. Yeah, and, and Lou's asking what time tomorrow. So the stream is in a little bit of flux because I will be in Santa Clara and then I have to drive back. So it, it'll take me a little bit of time. It depends on the traffic and everything like that. I'll try to get, we'll try to get the post out there and uh, let everyone know when the stream will be tomorrow. But there definitely will be a stream tomorrow. And so make sure everyone comes through. Pay attention to your notification. If you don't have the notifications clicked, go ahead and click on that. If, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. So that way you can, you know, hit the notification and hop on with us and have a great conversation about training camp. We're going to have three days in a row here, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of 49ers training camp news. So we're going to have a lot to talk about this next week. And of course, then it goes again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday with more conversations as well. So I'm, I'm excited about the week and I'm excited about training camp because it's, it's going to be here and gone tomorrow. We have one full week of training camp and then next week, there's only two days because preseason starts. That's how close we are to the football season getting going in full swing. Almost here. So make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell, like Ant said. You don't want to miss any of it. Uh, any of the updates, any news, any more breaking information, uh, right here. You'll get it here first. Yeah, and what's up, Soleil? I hope you're having a good day there. Uh, so I can't wait for any of this, Alex. I'm super excited about it. Um, this is going to be one of those uh, fun times for 49ers because now we're going to get to see Debo Samuel. Yesterday, we got to see... Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he was out there running and things, and Debo, of course, was doing his workouts as well. But this time we get to see Debo Samuel out there actually engaging in practice, catching balls from Trey Lance. So get ready for that all over your social media because, you know, everyone's going to be taking videos of Debo Samuel catching passes from Trey Lance. It's going to be – there's going to be a huge energy. So if you're going to training camp tomorrow, there's going to be a tremendous energy surrounding it because everyone knows they're going to get a glimpse of number 19 out there practicing. You know, that's right. You know, that's right. So TCC, stay tuned, stay locked in. Lots of information coming your way. Lots of new news. Uh, lots of updates on just what's going on with this team and how they're looking. And, and uh, look, I'm excited. I'm excited about all of it. I'm looking forward to more uh, to more football. And shout out to Luke Luna for the $1.49 sparkling diamond uh, because Debo is that sparkling diamond. Ant. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, I, thank you so much, Luke, for that. And I appreciate everyone you know, that, that helped us out with the super chats. I appreciate everyone that came through the live stream today. It was a, it's a very exciting time for the 49ers and we're definitely going to be back here tomorrow. So make sure everyone hops on with, uh, with us. It was a great episode, Alex. I'm glad that we got to get on there and, and talk and, and really go through the Debo Samuel thing. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. TCC, you're not going to want to miss all of this, all this news, all this information. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. If you're new to the channel and you're not a member of the TCC, I don't know what you're doing. It doesn't take very long. Just hit that subscribe button. And Ant, let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's get on out of here because we do have more information and I have a syllabus to write, baby. I got a syllabus. Let's go. <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, so you know what? Let's chalk another one up, Alex. Catch you later, TCC. Everyone have a good Love. night. Love.